we're back with another episode. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light. You're the place. wrong podcast. We are here to entertain you. That's what we give a disclaimer at the beginning of and our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of The Face Off of Fleming and Fowler. I was ready. <laughs> no, I'm ready. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of The Face Off of Fleming and Fowler. We are back at it again. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. bringing some new flavor in you. Here comes a brand new flavor in you. Here comes the brand new flavor in your ear. We know that your favorite part of this podcast is when we sing. So Absolutely. We're, we're a singing podcast. Keep singing. Until... Yeah, we're just going to do what we want to do. Yeah, we're, this is our podcast. This is our podcast. We do what we want. We're adults. Anyway, uh, how was your week this past week? My week was weak that weeked. You know? What can I say? Okay. Nothing exciting happened? No. Mm. no I had, um, you know when you're like, you feel so busy all week, like the mm-hmm. week doesn't stop, you feel like you never catch your breath, and you're like, what did I do? Like, you just... You have nothing to show for it. It's like a life week. Like, mm-hmm. your life is just, there's just shit going on. Yeah. Yeah, that was my week. Um, So, yeah. That's awesome for you. I had a really fun, like, stay at home, watch movies with my friend day. Saturday. I was like, during the week? I was like, wow. No, Saturday. So that was nice because it was like life stopped for a second. That's good. Felt good. Um, Watch some film. Porn? Yeah, me and my friends like to get together and watch porn. <laughs> I love that it's for you. Real nice bonding experience. We all take notes, talk about yeah. likes and dislikes. Saw a lot of good ones this weekend. No notes. That's awesome. No notes. I love that for y'all. Yeah. It's tightening your friendship. Honestly, more people should do that. I, d- I definitely think so, too. What a fun little group activity. I'm my friends and I, we did that in high school. Really? When, when the Paris Hilton, was it the Paris Hilton? Oh. oh, what a sex tape. But it was an actual VHS. Oh no, was it a DVD? You popped in <laughs> the Paris Hilton sex tape? Yeah. I would die. <laughs> I would die hers. to have been yeah, old enough to have done that. Yeah, it was not mine. I did not own it. Liar. I did not own it. But um, also, we I say, do not condone the watching of no. But we, I was in high school. This was this was twenty over twenty years ago. What an iconic moment! And of course, we were just sitting there like, "This is weird." We turn this off and we turn it off to watch a white woman sex tape. One night in Paris, two thousand four. Man, okay, no, then it wasn't hers. Then it was somebody else's. Cause when it could it came, have been two thousand four. You just or it came out in two thousand four. You just watched it. Could have been because we were all still friends then. When do you think you watched it? This was in high school. It was somebody's sex tape. Maybe because Kim Kardashian didn't come out until um, when did that come out? You gonna mess up your search engine, <laughs> dude? Every t- <laughs> you know, I'll be at work. we just like Google. Like I have my computer open at work, and we'll Google a lot of the times we're listening to music, and I'll be yeah. like, oh, what movie was this from? And like while I'm trying, I'll just look it up really quick. And someone will ask something not super inappropriate, but just like off mm-hmm. that you wouldn't normally look. And I was like, ah, I can't look it up on my work computer. I actually got a virus on one of my work Shut computers. Shut up. I'm serious. Up. So this one particular day, I worked for a, a 
private practice OBGYN. And so she, we were talking about the Atlanta Housewives, and this was like in the like the very, I think it was the second season of the Housewives when Kim Azoziak was still dating Big Papa. Mm-hmm. And so the, the doctor was like, well, what does Big Papa look like? Because nobody's ever seen him. So I was like, oh, let's just Google it real quick. And I don't even think I Google it. I think it Yahoo News it or whatever. So of course I put Big Papa in the thing and all this porn just comes up. And I'm like, oh my God, but we finally find the picture of him. And then the next day we come into work and the whole computer just starts going haywire. So she had to call like an IT person to come and take the virus off. But You're like, yeah. listen, it was all in the name of science. I was Listen, she was the one who said, look it up. I'm like, this is your building. So you do what you want. This is your computer. The Kim Kardashian sex tape was released in 2007. Oh no! Then Mm-mm. who are you watching? I'm, I think it was Paris Hilton. Maybe she's had one mo- multiple. I don't know. I mean, what what year do you think it was? Because this was this is my senior year in high school, two thousand two. Two thousand two. I maybe. could have sworn it was hers, but it was somebody's. Anyway, maybe okay, maybe I had it was. A date wrong. It was awkward, and we turned it off. It was so lame. It, it was is so lame. weird it was, watching. We, we people probably watched like sex. thirty seconds of it. We were just like, "What is like? This is dumb. Like, turn yeah. this shit off." That yeah. is such a like high schooly thing to do. Exactly. We would always go like on teen chat room on sleepovers and then people would tell you nasty stuff on the computer and everyone would like scream like ah so y'all had cell phones we had pagers in yeah. like two ways yeah i never had one or like but... you would like someone gets a dick pic and you're like ah no we didn't have cell phones in to send dick pics oh <laughs> what a loss you just saw the dick in person <laughs> <laughs> you're just taking mental and you're like i gotta tell everyone about this i can't wait oh my gosh johnny dick is huge <laughs> it's so small <laughs> i don't even know how the hell we got all that anyway <laughs> anyway all that to say i brought it up how was your, yeah of course i would never how was your week my week was actually pretty cool um my, we had an appreciation at my job for rehab week month or something oh my god yeah it was rehab week yeah wait so that's why did i always why did i think that was just like we picked a random week to do rehab i think we did because y'all's month is in april no when is when is ot month Uh, we celebrated on the podcast i just don't remember april well we also celebrated rehab month at the hospital but i thought that was yeah. just specific to our hospital they like picked an arbitrary month to be rehab or a week to be no rehab no week. that's a real thing like rehab week oh, is a real thing okay like, what did y'all do so they, i can bitch about my job later well they basically did like um April's OT month. we just had like half the day where we saw patients and then the other part we like were forced to interact with each other and like play Gross. cornhole and we had like a big potluck where they asked everybody to bring a dish and i'm like you're favorite? appreciating me and everyone was like oh my god i made it vegetarian i don't i really need y'all to hear my heart it's not I'm appreciation if we make the food exactly that's not appreciation but it's also not appreciation when you force people to interact with people everybody's not an extrovert like some some of us True. are introverts and we don't like to be around people and i don't think we should be forced to do that but it was a nice gesture because i was very appreciative that they thought enough of us to, um Excuse me to say, yes, we want to honor you by forcing you to see all your patients in the morning. We had a little something every day. Oh, really? Yeah, for the week. Um, Like Monday was a coffee bar. And you know what? Comparison really is the thief of joy because I walked into the office and someone was like, hey, there's pastries and coffee. And I was Mm -hmm. happy because I was like, I don't have to get my own breakfast and there's coffee. Mm -hmm. Great. Until another coworker was like, yeah, it's all from Costco. Remember when they used to get us like Einstein bagels? And I was like, you know what? You're right. (laughs) Fuck these Costco bagels. (laughs) Pastries is trash. Fuck these dry ass bagels. (laughs) I was was so happy. And I was like, you know what? You're 100% right. This is bullshit. Well, we got a, uh, what did we get? We got a battery bank. A battery bank? With the hospital's name on it. Like, you know, one of those like portable 
Oh, like a, what, a Mophie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a big a big one that has the logo on it. I'm like, would have been nice to not have the logo on there. Yeah, so people don't know where I work. <laughs> but okay. We uh, also, we public. they did, okay, so they did breakfast one day. Mm-hmm. They did a Mario Kart party, which like, I'm not going to go play video games on the clock. No, because then you're still expected to get your product. Yeah, because I have sh- I have shit dumb. I have to do, exactly. and then you're gonna get mad at me. No, and then they did other stuff, but the thing that irked me the most was the chocolate fountain. Y'all are still doing that shit. We are still doing that after COVID, and there's just something that ain't right about a chocolate fountain. People don't wash their hands. Like if you ever no. notice your coworkers, I can guarantee you, most of your coworkers, ninety percent of the time, do not wash their hands. There are a lot of things that were okay before 2019. No, we were not. They were okay socially. You no. didn't think about them as much. No. Okay. Name one. Bowling. No, you still wash your hands. Before now you I know. look at bowling completely different. But yeah. I'm just saying there were a lot of things culturally in the zeitgeist that I didn't think twice about. And now I'm like, oh, we would never. We would never. Chocolate fountains. I will never. Because of COVID. You're disgusting. Bowling, eh, not doing it. COVID. Mm-hmm. No. People are girls. They don't wash their hands. So, yeah, I forgot about rehab week. Yeah, so they, they did that for us, and we had like a, but it was like a Thursday, and then, but we didn't get to leave work early. I was like, wow, what do we appreciate me by not letting me leave A early, true rehab week would be making upper management at the hospital have to do my job. Doctors to have to do my job. Absolutely. I got, ugh. I had a doctor walk into my eval today. It was me and PT together. I was crouched in front of a patient, literally like eye to eye talking to them. Mm-hmm. The PT was leaning on the, like, not bar, but countertop behind mm-hmm. me. We were both talking to the patient. The doctor, woman, female, barrels in, steps over the physical therapist, steps into my personal bubble, doesn't address either of us, just starts talking to the patient. See, I'm like a, I'm, I'm a bodyguard when it comes to that. So when they, when they walk in barking? with all their residents, no, I don't start barking, but what can I you just imagine? let them know as soon as they walk in, I'm like, I'm in the middle of my evaluation. I need you to give me about 10, 15 minutes. And they look like, uh, what? Yes. I said what I said. And I'm not, I'm not stopping. I was so thrown off because I was like, surely you're not going to step over a human being, yeah, step into someone else's personal space. Mm-hmm to address this because they don't think they're so inconsiderate and they don't think about what they're doing and this is like i think even now because i've done it so much some of the doctors are just like they'll stand there quietly like i had a patient in the icu and i was finishing up an email and i was like y'all y'all need to give me about five to ten minutes and so they have all their residents so it's like 13 of them and they're all just standing quiet and i was like all right sir i'm gonna need you to be quiet uncross your legs i'm gonna take take your blood pressure one more time just don't talk or anything when I tell you, you could hear a pin drop in there. Before I left, I was like, wow, I can't believe I actually had y'all to be quiet the entire time. That's great for Shows you. Shows me how powerful I am. I'm worried. I'm not. I just. Ugh. Ugh. It, it annoys me. But that's why you have to teach them. You have to teach them. And if, mm-hmm. you, if you keep just saying, surely they should know. They don't. They haven't yeah, gotten well, the point. Because so I'm gonna like, you're a grown ass adult woman. They don't care. They don't. They don't. This is why you should tell them and all the time. And then the patient's like, that's my do- my primary care doctor. She's so sweet. I'm like, really? Because she was just acting like a bitch. No, but then they come in and the patient's like, well, oh, I really want to ask you some questions. And I'm like, MDs, stop coming into the room, rushing these patients because yeah. they genuinely want to talk to you. And if you see another clinician in there, I don't care who you think it is. I don't care if you think it's a nurse, the CNA, maintenance, whatever the case may be. If you see another person in the room wait until they leave and then let the patient have your undivided attention because yeah. you know that if that were your family member you would want to do the same thing because you're but, still going to write in your little chart 30 minutes spent which is a lie on one time which is always bullshit it's a lie but other than that anyway. my weekend my week was actually really good i uh, yeah. pressure washed my 
driveway. This is the parts of home ownership that they don't tell you about. You just think, oh, home ownership is about decor and you know, just just decorating your house, but it's not. You have to pressure wash or you have to get somebody to do it. I wasn't gonna pay nobody four hundred dollars to pressure wash that shit. Four hundred. Because you think I got to think about the labor in the sun. I do know that. And they use your water, which rightfully so, but you're not going to use my water and I'm going to pay you $400? No, yeah. I can just do that myself. You so want to come pressure wash my driveway? Hell, fuck no. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Unless you're paying. God damn. How much are you paying? Um, lunch. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. But also, too, um, I told you I met my new neighbors, uh, well, neighbor, the wife, and then I finally met the husband yesterday uh, or while I was pressure washing. It was so funny because she, they are um, Southeast Asian. And so <laughs> the wife says to me, oh, this is my husband. So if you need anything, if you need any help with anything, he's here to help you. <laughs> <laughs> because I won't be doing it. And I said, she was like, if you need help cutting your grass or anything. And I'm like, well, thank you, ma'am, for offering up your husband to me. But uh, I actually cut my own grass. Or when I don't feel like it, I actually hire somebody to do it. But thank you for offering your husband. So it was very nice. That is very nice. So, yeah. But other than that, it was a very productive week. Okay. All right. Yeah. You ready to get on into this? Let's dive in. This we let's we could make this episode short and sweet. I feel like we could do it. I doubt it. Uh, I do like to talk. I'm a gift gab. Well, let's talk about um, some gifts. Some gifts that people are not really using properly. Uh, hackers. Now, I feel like we have asked whomever these hackers on the dark web, the the light web. I don't know what other kind of web that this the is. Web. The web. The web to really use their powers for good, right? And I feel like unfortunately they haven't heard our cry. So you were telling me uh, something about a particular company that just got hacked. Yeah. So I feel like we haven't been able to get Clorox wipes since the pandemic started. Really? I feel like I can never fucking find Clorox wipes. I always find them. Where? You also live Target? in the middle of nowhere. No. We have a lot. Of, we're getting a Chick-fil-A and it's opening <laughs> next month. Thank you very Wait, much. Wait, really? Yes. They're, they're halfway finished with that building. You still live in the middle of nowhere. No, I don't. We have an H-E-B. We have a Costco. They're all within the last 12 months you've gotten those things. No. HEB was three years ago. Okay, it was right at the beginning of COVID. Thank you. We that have was a Starbucks. horrible time to open at HEB. Chipotle just opened last month. Okay, anyway, she lives places where no one buys <laughs> cleaning supplies. And in the city, it's been very hard to find Clorox wipes since the truly since the uh, pandemic started. They've never had Clorox brand wipes. I buy them all the time. Okay, so. well now even less because Clorox was the victim of a cyber attack. It attacked their IT system. They had to input a bunch of shit manually. So if you can find Clorox wipes, that's why. My question is, why are all these big why? name companies getting cyber attacked? But well, okay, <laughs> hackers, hear me, please, well, please, please, please. Well, okay, what does Clorox do for you that says yes, they're going to be our targets? Why not the government for student loans? Like we keep begging, I'm begging you. I'll come and pressure wash your your front lawn. Or I'm whatever. thinking because if you go after a big brand name there's um they urgency went, to get their company back so they'll pay whatever you're asking like they were asking for 30 million dollars or something to get the casinos back online they hacked the gas lines really yes interesting did you see gas is like seven dollars a gallon in california ain't no way i would live there no mm -mm. and i saw this whole TikTok, which now as we know might as well be a peer-reviewed article about how they drill in california like the reason gas is so expensive in california is because there are so many cars there the gas has to be this certain kind of gas where the emissions aren't so awful for the air. Mm -hmm. That's why it costs so much. But then they drill all this gas. They send it out to other countries. We uh -oh. import other gas, and that's what they sell. $7 a gallon. There's no way. It's insane. I would never go anywhere. You couldn't afford to. I'd be biking it up. Actually, I wouldn't. I would just work from home. 
It's like all those uh, articles that run that are like, if you make um, a million or no. Yeah. If you make a million dollars in California annually, you're technically only bringing home like $450,000. That, that, that does not sit right with me. Let me tell you something. Absolutely not. You got me fu- I would move to Texas. You lost your damn mind. No. You lost your and that's, damn mind. I, I would become the most staunch Republican you've ever met in your entire for real. life. I'd be like, my money. My taxes pay for the... I, I cannot... Because you're passionate. I'm passionate. Because we're passionate about keeping our fucking money. I would definitely become a Republican if I lived in California. 150%. And that's why they all moved to Austin, Texas. And then they're like, whoa, two Republicans. Because the the Republican here is very different from the Republican in California. Just (laughs) saying. The Republican here is like, kill everybody. And the Republican there is just like, hey, watch my money. I'd like my paycheck to be my paycheck. Exactly. But here it's very different. It's a different world. But yeah, so everyone's getting cyber hacked, which this feels like a movie where cyber attacks happen slowly 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 and then like big shit pops off robots are taking over it's probably the government doing that shit probably the government hires hackers and i'm quite sure these u.s are, fed loans that's what i need hacked. that's mojilos hack them allegedly this is all for entertainment purposes and jokes i would never we're not we're not telling you to do it Mm-mm. wink wink but i'm just saying like come on i i would come and pressure wash your driveway there's you no it. way that student loan servers have the kind of security no you cannot they don't have state-of-the-art caesars and fucking mgm grand in las vegas have to have way better security than the freaking fed loans exactly yeah it's 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 fucked up all i'm saying is this is where you get really stick it to the man that's how i know it's the government because they haven't hacked salome yet yeah the good stuff they're hacking all the stuff that like people really care about other than student loans that's true. Wells yep. Fargo's gonna get hacked. I can feel it. They've already been hacked. For what? Pro- and like for what? They hacked Visa at one point years ago. Target. Oh, gee, I remember the big During Target Christmas. hack. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everyone's information got stolen. Yeah, it was definitely the government. Huh. Allegedly. Anyway, uh, I'll tell you what else is the government. Uh, you know, sometimes people do things and they think they're gonna get away with it, and sometimes you do for a while, but then sometimes it catches up with you. You hmm. know, this man uh legit has been a fugitive for the past 32 years That's and he was alive. i know well partially for me anyway uh but he basically committed a crime where he attempted to shoot his friend um in 1991 and this man was just caught the other day in mexico he was convicted but he was about to be sentenced and somehow he got away of course it's 1991 who's who's everyone got away in the 90s exactly and so they finally got him and so now he's uh brought to justice i don't know if they're gonna uh what they're gonna send i just feel like and you don't have to agree with me oh okay you didn't give him a chance but i'm like at what point do we do you get to win like Never. you've evaded the justice system for 30 years. I feel like that's a win. Cause it's not double jeopardy. So you can't, I know, but unless he tried to shoot, I just feel like shit. You worked pretty hard. You're in also how they get you in Mexico. It's not the whole point. You get to go to Mexico and then you don't have to deal with the U S justice system. Yeah. But ever since that wall debacle, they're like, no, take all your people back. That little wall situation. Which I, I would love, I would love for Mexico to be like, you know what? Since y'all want to deport people back here, we're deporting all your fucking people back to the United States. Okay, did you just see that we got a bunch of, uh, we did a prisoner swap with people in, I want to say Iran. For oh. what? For who? Brittany Griner was the last one, right? Well, that, no. that was national news. 
hold on. I'm going to tell you right now. Prisoner swap. And prisoner swaps are the craziest thing. Okay. Five Americans, five Americans detained in Iran. Mm-hmm. We got them back. Why were they there? Um, I'll tell you. Because mm. I feel like, didn't we leave? Or we left Afghanistan. They released as a plane. We left Afghanistan. I don't know how all that shit works. I know that's, I feel like we Iran, should. Iran, Iran, Iraq, and Afghanistan are three different places. On the same continent, correct? Listen. Don't have me out here saying sounding stupid. <laughs> We're not geologists. Okay. We're not geologists. Geographers. Geographers. Whatever. We are not history. What gurus. were you trying to say that time? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were trying to say geographers. And you kept saying geologists. That's what it was. Well, geologists is a study of rocks, right? I don't know. Geologists is a study of rocks. Geography is a study of the land. Cartographers is a study of maps. Who? Cartographers. You just heard that from some. No, TikTok. I read. I read a book. So stop trying to ban the books. Stop. Okay. Just stop with your GRE words. <laughs> it's unbecoming of you. Five Americans who had been imprisoned in Iran were allowed to leave the country mm-hmm. after two years of high stakes negotiations. They agreed to unfreeze six billion dollars of Iranian oil to dismiss federal charges against those five people, or the five Iranians accused of violating U.S. sanctions. Okay, so here's my question. Who is involved in negotiations? Like, what does your job look like? Like, you, do you clock in at 8 o'clock in the morning, get on the phone with these people and say, hey, can we negotiate today? And they say no, and this goes on for two fucking years. Like, how does that work? My thing is, like, which, okay, in the grand scheme, American lives that no one wants to be imprisoned in fucking Iran. I get America. it. Nobody right. wants to be imprisoned in America. <laughs> True. But I'm always thinking like, that is so crazy to me that we're like, okay, yeah, give us these people back and we'll give you all of this shit you've been asking for. That's how oh, you know give this you, world like, is not real. Yeah. Or like, oh, we'll give you this like high profile criminal, but you got to give us all these people. Like what the fuck? Why are we That's bartering crazy human lives? to me. We should not be bartering human lives. Like that is the dumbest thing in the world. It's nice to know that each of their lives is worth like a billion dollars, so. I guess. They'll never be able to work again. Can you I imagine the PTSD that these people are going to have to deal with? Can you They were in a fucking Iranian prison. Remember, well, you probably were too young. So when we first went off to war, not we, Bush, went off to war against uh, Afghanistan trying to find Osama bin Laden. Remember. remember there were these three, the, the, four, um, the four prisons of war. And there was this black lady, a white lady, Jessica Lynch. Jessica no, Lynch. That's like Jessica familiar. Lynch. And then there was a black lady and two white men. They were the first to be captured in prison of war. And the way they looked, they were scared shitless. And I think they were prisoners of war for, I don't know if it was for a month. I don't think it was for like a year or anything like that. But um, they ended up getting them back. But they just looked like they were, as we say back in the day, shell shocked. It was insane. I I just need to know what they're in prison for. Sorry. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it uh, doesn't matter. No. I can't. Okay, because I'm just thinking they're keeping these people alive because they know they're bargaining chips, right? But that yeah. doesn't mean they have to keep you mentally no. together. And depending on who you were, they know you don't know anything. They're but why would they keep So you. why would they just kill you? Obviously. I cannot imagine what the fuck these people went through. Mm, I'd tell everything. That's why you can't. I would name. tell every, I would never sign an NDA. As soon as I got back on American soil, I'd be like, who wants to write? Oprah. I need a ghostwriter. <laughs> who wants to sit down? Oprah Robin Gale, Roberts. <laughs> put it up. Get me on fucking Instagram live. I'm Barbara singing like Walters. a canary. I don't care if you kill me. I went through all this shit. Absolutely. We're making money off of it. Absolutely. Speaking of NDAs, 
Did you see Aubrey O'Day from Danny Kane? Specifically where? (laughs) No. Have you ever seen her? No, we don't run in the same circles. So weird. First of all, (laughs) understandable. She was on a podcast talking about how Diddy sent her and the rest of Danity Kane and I think allegedly. like mm-hmm. yeah allegedly and like the notorious B.I.G. estate and mm-hmm. other people um, basically NDA saying you can have a percentage of the rights I guess to your songs mm-hmm. um, and all of these things but you need to sign this NDA saying you'll never talk poorly about me your experiences with me or with Bad Boy Records how much was he giving? Nothing. Like a couple hundred, like no. maybe a thousand dollars. Something weird. Like, no, there's no way. No, listen, here's the thing. Signing NDAs, there's nothing wrong with signing an NDA, right? The problem is that it, you have to be careful about how what you sign and what you can talk about. Because at the end of the day, you cannot... You should not be able to silence people's stories. And if it paints you in a negative light, that's unfortunately their perception of you, right? Mm -hmm. To a degree. But I feel like in the entertainment industry, there are so many different um, dog whistles and so many things that are attached to each other that um, it could have potentially put multiple people in the limelight of negativity. Yeah. Just say that. He was like, you can have some of the publishing rights back. But well, because he tried to make it seem talk. like he was being all nice, trying to get and it back to And that's what him. they were. And so she went on this podcast and she basically read the letter yeah. she received. And she that's was like- That's how you know some shit's about to pop She off. was like, I will get $800 and I will never be able to talk about any Hell of the no. shit he did to me. Hell no. And I don't know if you've been on fucking blind item TikTok, Diddy TikTok right now, but a storm is brewing. It is. They've been saying that for a few months that- some shit is about to pop off with him because even the fact that he came out and was like, oh, I want to give people their publishing back. No, no, no. Don't give them their publishing back. Give them the back pay from all the shit you benefited from because of their publishing. Mm-hmm. You should, it should have been theirs in the very beginning. He just like whored out a bunch of these people. Yeah. Basically, he was like, the music industry's pimp. Mm-hmm. And he Bird made like, the same thing, allegedly. And that's why, okay, did you see Justin Bieber the other day posted on Instagram about Diddy? What, what? It was the weirdest, man. it was the weirdest thing. Cause remember we just talked about how Kim Porter's sister did the interview where she was like, Justin Bieber lost his virginity to Diddy and allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly whatever. It was very strange. And I was like, what? Cause we didn't say that his sister, her sister yeah, I didn't say it. it. I'm just repeating it. Yeah. And just, no one said anything. Right. And then Rick, Justin Bieber, who never talks about Diddy mm-hmm. posted on Instagram and I don't remember if he reposted something or he posted something about Diddy, but he was basically saying like, thank you, Diddy. Like, it's so crazy. I looked up for you for so long and you helped me with my career. And now you're asking me for a verse and I'm so grateful. And that was very fucking strange. <laughs> and now I'm like, something is happening. And then Diddy just performed at the VMAs. Yeah. Something's going on. I, there, something's definitely about to come out. Something's definitely about to come out. I can't wait. Cause I think it's crazy. I knew this man was crazy. Well, that's allegedly kind of the whole thing about like behind Kim Porter's death. Allegedly they were saying, that I have never, they were saying that she was about to put a tell all book out. Oh, I bet it would have been a great one. Listen, she know all, she you know knew all who the I think I like hope that the Trojan horse is Quincy. I hope that one day his mama, Quincy's mama is yeah. the Trojan horse. You saying? Yeah. Oh. She been up before Kim. That's definitely the Trojan horse, I think. I just, yeah. Because she's still around. She loyal. Her and Lori Ann Gibson? Absolutely. Yeah. 
Miss a boom cat herself. There's just got to be. There's so much dirty shit that he's done. Those parties he used to throw. Not used to. Still well, done. okay. Did you see the interview? And I hate to go back through all this stuff, but anyway, saw the interview. But with, here we uh, are going with um, Young Miami, aka Carisha. Well, you she's love Carisha. Young Miami. Well, because she's South Florida, so it's Young Miami. <laughs> she just reminds me of people I went to school with <laughs> because those are the same girls I went to school with. Anyway, <laughs> but um, she was talking about. They were asking her about, I guess her not necessarily her sex life with Diddy, but they were just talking about her relationship with him and blah blah blah. So she was just like, "Well, yeah, I thought I was gonna make him tap out, but he don't go to sleep." I'm like. Ma'am, that's the drugs. If a man don't tap out sexually, he's on cocaine. He's coked out, allegedly. Everyone, allegedly, these are the things that I've heard. <laughs> Everyone talks about how fucking... Okay. <laughs> Get it out. This is what I'll say. I've heard multiple stories about how people trying to make it in the music industry get invited to these parties at Diddy's house because like it's the who's who and the what's what and yeah. that's where you need to be. And they are all not forced, but like Harry Weinstein style, like mm-hmm. push into doing these you very... You can't have your phone, all that kind of stuff. You can't have your phone. You have to do... It's kind of like, oh, you are you have to do these sexually explicit things mm-hmm. with people like of your same gender things you're not comfortable with but everyone's like oh you're not gonna do that oh diddy wants you to do that or diddy saying like oh like basically i'm fucking diddy you do this and you can have whatever you want you don't Mm -hmm. you're a fucking loser you're out of my party and now i know you can tell people about me so we're blacklisting you yeah yeah which is insane this is why when you become famous don't go to the parties just don't Don't go go to the parties always keep your phone do like beyonce and stay your ass on the tell all on this man will be insane it will i just need to hear about the times when remember when chris brown and rihanna all that shit happened and they Mm -hmm. both ran to diddy's house and that's where they were hiding out there's oh. he has something on everyone what does he have on everybody maybe he's really in scientology <laughs> maybe that's what it feels like so i don't know i just well it's, it's monopolizing you monopolizing you you get that you get the dirt before they can put the dirt on you yeah and i think that's what it is he's just like fucked up allegedly maybe i don't know mm-hmm. like fucked up in the head and wants to do all these things but knows he needs something on everyone so they can all play along would you ever go to a diddy party fuck yeah <laughs> Hell god damn yes Mental reminder: when, <laughs> when this podcast blows up, he can I have my phone. Hell I'll check no. my shit at the door. I need See, to know what this, the hell's this going is why on. I don't tell your ass nothing. This is oh, exactly why I don't tell a listener. You know, I literally would go. I'd come home. I'd write it all down in a secret diary, and I'd just fucking put it away. I would. Oh my god! I and would then have you to forget go. where you put the diary, so yeah. it's not going to help us at all. Probably, yeah, hundred no. percent. But someone would find it. Um, speaking of the VMAs, I watched it this year. We weren't talking about we the VMAs, weren't. But okay, I was uh-huh. talking about Diddy. Diddy uh-huh. was on the VMAs. It felt like a return to 2000s VMAs, which I loved because mm. Shakira was there and Sync was there. We stand. Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B. Everyone is so skinny. And I hate <laughs> to be the Ozempic police, but I'm calling Ozempic. All, everyone is so skinny. It's because we can't get any. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm pissed that I don't have it. But I'm just right. like, and you know, there's all those TikToks and those celebrities that are like, stop witch hunting these people that are on Ozempic. Like, it's a medicine and it's a choice. Yeah, I fucking get it. But also, you've dropped 45 pounds in a month. Yeah. And I would, I know it's Ozempic. That or you're starving yourself. Yeah. Or it's cocaine. Oh, either way. Just saying. anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, speaking of the man in Louisiana, piggybacking <laughs> off Louisiana, did you hear about some kind of water contamination in Louisiana? No. So apparently there's this water contamination. I don't know all the details about it because, again, you don't come here for the details. Anyway, um, there's some... Broad strokes. Yeah, no. We, we're just here for entertainment purposes. Anyway, so apparently there's this water contamination in Louisiana that has caused an influx of salt water. And, of course, you cannot drink salt water. And so people are having to go and get, like... Um, 
bottled water and all that kind of stuff and um it's really crazy right now like the shelves are like pretty much empty in certain parts of louisiana like big parts of louisiana according to this guardian article it's mm-hmm. because uh the mississippi river is drying up which means the gulf of mexico is creeping in and also the water from the gulf is disgusting well, because it's all the oil spills. But and... they drink water from the Mississippi. I guess that makes sense. That's your water source. Yeah, you're supposed to filter it, though. But the Mississippi is dirty, too. Sludge. Like, yeah, because Mississippi mud pie. Ugh. You don't like mud pie? Why it's only pie. What is a mud pie? Why it's only a uh, chocolate pie. <laughs> Mississippi mud pie. So you just put chocolate with pie crust. What the hell? Um, I don't know that that. Hold on. I can do a quick little Mississippi. That's a mud. white thing. It is it? Mississippi a silky mud- chocolate filling topped with whipped cream and chocolate shavings That's on an Oreo white. crust. That's de- oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a second. That's a Mississippi. When you said the Oreo part. <laughs> That's it. It's got the Oreos on the bottom, the pie and the whipped cream. Okay, I can do without the whipped cream, but the rest of the... <laughs> Wait just a damn minute. That sound like a real fat ass. Like, oh. <laughs> the kombucha <laughs> girl. She's like... Mm. <laughs> Definitely was me. Um, that's <laughs> crazy. Does Flint, Michigan have water yet? No, they still have land in their water, allegedly. It's ridiculous. What the heck is going on? The water wars. Everyone keeps talking about the water wars. Well, they're saying that, too, that that's going to be um, the big thing like that we're going to be fighting over is fresh water because you know even a lot of like dystopian universe type of apocalyptic shows and movies that's literally what ends up happening like nobody has water or water is like the hot commodity where money doesn't even matter it's just water but you have to do certain favors and whatever for water sexual favors possibly yes that's like what is the movie with the book of eli dr seuss oh <laughs> okay um the lorax oh but that's air they bottle air mm. have you seen the lorax or no. read the lorax Mm-mm. it's like that where fresh air is the commodity so they're like bottling fresh mm. air and like there's no trees and shit sorry where are they getting the, the air from there's like a tree farm a tree farm that just produces fresh air yeah why can't everybody just live in the, the farm because they cut all the trees and they made them fake trees in the cities and then there's you have to mm. you have to go to this factory or farm or whatever and get the fresh air. Art depicts life. I need to watch. Amen, that. sister. I need to watch. But that. yeah, that's crazy. The remember in Austin, I guess was it here in Austin that I had to boil my water. Well, I'm used to boiling water to a degree in South Florida because again, yeah, yeah, hurricanes. yeah, hurricanes. You're from no, Florida. no, but I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. But but it's it. That's why I was trying to figure out with the salt water. See, for us, for Florida, when hurricanes hit, it's not because of the salt water content. It's just because literally the, the dirty bacteria, water. the dirty water. But for them, like, can you can they just boil the salt water and filter it out like that, or can I they just they not have to it do all? bottled water? So they can't even f- try to filter but that salt water. shit. Because, okay, your water's just not filtered, right? Right. But so I after think hurricanes. the water from the Gulf is literal shit water. Because mm. remember there's like, they did that study and there's like, this amount of water from the Gulf of Mexico has fecal matter in it. Well, I mean, everything has fecal matter. You got fish and sharks and everything. Where the hell do you think their poop goes? I don't, oh, that's kind of gross. Maybe it's kind of like the, the water in like India. Well, it says... The high concentrations of salt may cause people to develop increased blood pressure and corrode the drinking water infrastructure. Well, yeah, because you're not supposed to have salt water. Like that's just like if you, even if you drink salt water, if you're stranded on a a little buoy or whatever, like if you drink too much salt water, it's gonna affect your brain too. Yeah, just anything. 
But can't you just boil it and boil the water? Does salt that boil the salt out of it? I don't know. I don't think it boils the salt Maybe out it of it. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. You're still drinking concentrated salt water. Yeah, true. Interesting. Uh-uh. Well, prayers up for Louisiana. I pray they get that fixed immediately. Y'all just can't catch a fucking break. I think they're doing it on purpose, you know. Trying to wipe it off the map. Too many chemtrails. Uh, I'll tell you what else is... Uh, speaking of Kim Trail. Speaking of so, Kim, remind me of what we're watching. Okay. I got to talk about Kim Kardashian. Okay. Oh, jeez. I'm definitely not going to remind Who you. Who they anyway. say is hanging out with Odell Beckham Jr. Anyway, uh, so yeah, speaking of Kim Trails and uh, lightning and tasers and all that kind of stuff. So in Alabama, there was a specific <laughs> high school. Wow. <laughs> who actually got, um, there was a specific uh, high school in Alabama. They had a football game on a Saturday night, right? As everybody does. And this high school band director was actually tased toward the end of the game or at, after the game. I'm not so, getting tased at work. You're going to be fucked up. <laughs> true. Well, here's the deal. So the video shows that the band director was directing the band and the kids were playing. The police officers were like, hey, bitch, shut this shit up. We're closing down. Everybody's supposed to be getting yeah. off the field, but the cheerleaders were still kind of doing their theme because, again, the band is playing. And so it escalated to the point where the band director just kept ignoring the, the, the police officers and they tased his ass in front of the kids. Here's my thing. In this political climate, do I think with a group of a bunch of teenagers, I would keep saying no to security owner officers? I don't know if my job's worth it. I just don't think tasing was the answer to the question. No, I don't either. But I'm like, what was the point of it? Like, I don't of understand. Of him just not stopping. Yeah. Well, okay. So as y'all know, I was in the band in high school, right? You're and a so, resident band expert. Exactly. So going back from my days back in 2000s, the early 2000s, um, I remember like, okay, there's only a certain amount of times that you can, that the band can play, right? So you'd go, go through halftime, you and the other band have to share the, the halftime time, whatever. If you don't, if you, if you mess with the time and you go beyond the time, your school can get fined, you can get in trouble, blah, 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 whatever, right? So at the very end of the game, usually what happens is the players, they all like take a knee, the coaches, they kind of have like a little rally thing or whatever, and then you can play like your school alma mater. Once you play that or play your ending song, then you're done. Everybody breaks down mm-hmm. everything and you take your ass to the bus and you get ready to go well, home. Well, and he told the band to play three more songs exactly. because they won. Right. And so I'm just like, well, sir, was that a great example for your students then to disobey authority when you probably teach that as a discipline right. in your band? So number one, it, you're wrong for continuing to play even though the police officers are like, hey, this is not your stadium. This is not your school stadium. We are trying to close shit down because again, these are high school students they got curfews, whatever the case may be. And so it, to me, I just feel like it was wrong on both sides. But he also, motherfucker, I got tents. a curfew. This is just my day job. Exactly. Like, bitch, I'm trying to go home. Shut this band right. down. And people were in the comments were just like, well, the band sounded good. He just hating on the band. No, it's time to go. Do you think race played anything in this becoming a story as big as it it's is? It's the state of Alabama. That's true. So. I agree. I mean, you can't help. But I mean, it was white police officers and a black band director. So isn't that just, it's just one of those things now. He, he didn't, it didn't require an escalation to being tased. Oh, I don't think he needed to be like, that's stupid. That's, that's beyond stupid. And why would you inflict that type of trauma and, you know, uh, uh, aggression when you have kids, literal high school kids that are watching you tase their band director? Like, what was that going to teach them? Yeah. I don't know. Also, that was the thing you did like tase him. You couldn't have just like handcuffed him or escorted him out or just been like you guys gotta 
I don't know. I would prefer you to kick him down in bleachers versus tasing him. Like, tasing seems so dramatic. The other day, um, the security guards were getting trained in our office or like our office building. Taser, taser, taser. They were doing taser <laughs> training in the building. And I was like, y'all are wild. Yeah, in a hospital. You should not be. Well, well I will yeah, say that. You, you never know. I'd rather you tase someone than let them run free. But I don't know. This, I don't know. Because people can get really dangerous in a hospital. Yeah. Because the security is very low. One of our units is locked down right now. And the nurses on that unit and one of the nursing managers was being extremely rude to me. Locked down for what? Can you tell Okay. Me? Yes, I can. Okay. I this is all alleged. Alleged. I don't know. I saw it on TV. <laughs> In my dream. I walked yeah. into the unit. It was locked down. And my badge didn't work for the other doors. Because it tells you, like, staff use the store, visitors, whatever. Yeah. So I finally get in. I go out through the other door. And... I called because they wouldn't let me in. Right. Mm -hmm. And the nurse was, or the, one of the assistants was like, um, you're going to have to get your badge fixed. And I was like, okay, yeah, bitch. Like, I didn't know. I'm never <laughs> down here. I don't give a shit. I don't want to be in this unit. I'm just right. down here because I have a patient here. And she's like, well, it's, this isn't going to change. So you need to get your badge fixed. And I was like, everyone down here is fucking testy. All right, whatever. I went, had to go down there again, probably like a week or two later. I went, there's two sets of doors. One that says for staff, to enter and one it says for family to enter mm -hmm. i didn't know that meant exit too sorry so i entered through the staff door but my patient was on the other side so i just x like it's been like this for years it has like mm -hmm. i've used the same doors i exited through what is now the family side got yelled at for exiting through what that door is this? whisper it i mean just never mind um and I was like, y'all have got to chill the fuck out. Like, this unit is not... It's not that serious. It's not that... It's literally not that serious. Until I found out. That unit had a patient who was underage... Well, not underage, but a young patient who died. I don't know what happened. And the family freaked the fuck out and threatened to kill everybody in the unit. Oh, so it was a security it was issue. It was a security reach, why. Which could gotcha. have been explained to me and I would have been which like, Which should okay. have been explained yeah. to the staff so you know not to go down Because I was like, there. everyone down here is just being real fucking crazy. Well, see, we have units that are, they're not locked down, but like they, the little hand, little wavy thing mm -hmm. is cut off because they have, we have this thing called wandering patients because, and they'll put them in like, uh, well, I don't want to say that because it'll give away where we're. Anyway, um, there's certain patients that are on the floor who will try to, um, what do they call it? They will try to elope off the unit. Elope, that's a good right. one. Right, and so because you don't want to call it an elopement call, then they have to take off the little thing. So if they get close to the door, the little siren goes off. Oh. But it's not a psych ward. It's not a psych unit or anything. It's just a, it's a wandering, regular, wandering unit. Exactly, and they'll put that on there. It says, oh, hmm. wandering patient on this okay. floor. Blah, blah, blah. But all that to say, yeah, I'd rather you tase someone than shoot them. Right. But I feel like he could have been escorted, maybe. Right. You could have easily just told the kids, all right, like, or... Stop playing. Right. Start grabbing trumpets. I mean, I don't <laughs> Start grabbing trombones out start of Start slapping hand. people's hands right. off the instrument. Give it his mouthpiece. I mean, but to tase a, a band director, but also, too, again, the band director, you you are not teaching your, your high school band students how to respect authority that these police officers are telling you to stop. three songs at the end of the... That's a lot. He was very calm. He was just like, fuck these people. Uh, keep going. Uh, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. I was like, damn, okay. Interesting. Maybe it just... He picked the wrong one on the he wrong really did. And they're like, you know what? 
That police officer was like, sir, I got to go home and boo-boo. I need y'all to get off this damn thing right He's like, now. my wife told me if I come home late one more time. It's going to be over for me. Uh, so, well, speaking of humans and humanitarian uh, efforts, uh, Lizzo actually got um, awarded the Quincy Jones Humanitarian Award. Quincy. Um, for her humanitarian acts. And I love that for her because we are, as you know, a Lizzo oh, Stan podcast. podcast. Thank you. And um, I'm just so happy that she seems to be back to her usual like social media self like Girl couldn't catch a break for a second she really and she kind of disappeared and i was like oh she should don't she oh, she should have disappeared she just should have be quiet and that's it but now she's coming back and, and i love the fact that the her dancers who were on tour with her the ones that are not suing her were actually <laughs> they were the ones who presented her with the award and they were just oh, like we are so nice. appreciative for you of you like giving us an opportunity where nobody else would have given us an opportunity and you open up so many doors for us to be able to do so many different things and you know so they gave her this award and i just think it's amazing with any employer i feel like it's if you feel like you've been wronged with this kind of thing where it's a little gray like obviously if your employer does something fucking crazy mm-hmm. it's black and white but with yeah. this it's very easy for you to be like nope i was wronged and here's like to just run with it mm-hmm. and for half of the other people to be like no that's not crazy this is yeah. actually what happened so it's just one of those because well, i think too the problem is in the entertainment industry there is no real hr no. Like you were individually contracted. And so That's unless you work for SAG the way Astra, it is. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think when you're privately contracted as a dancer and you can get moved and, you know, um, here today, gone tomorrow, so to speak, it's very difficult to um, have this level of quote unquote professionalism because you're working for a particular brand and yeah. we get to deem what's professional. It's not a, Oh, we have to make sure you wear your tights this way and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's literally, if you are gaining weight and you can't fit the uniform, we're going to have to move you. If you are, yeah. you know, looking a certain way or whatever, if your energy is off, we can fire you for anything. And that's not technically discrimination. Well, that's true. Yeah. So, and so I think that's one of the reasons why it's, it's so difficult to then say all of this stuff. Cause even now there's another dancer that's coming out and then there's another like, um, agency or whatever that worked mm-hmm. with her that's now saying that oh we're suing her for this and i'm just like okay wrap this shit up and then two the problem is that all of these are allegations right true and alleg in the entertainment industry obviously it would be stupid to drop your your facts today as opposed to letting the court a court of law handle it but um at the same time this is why you shut the fuck up and let the court proceedings play well and that's the thing too it's not like the fucking regular nine to five job where they're like no matter who you are what you look like what you smell like i just need you to log the fuck on and Mm -hmm. do this job you are selling essentially sex like a lot for a lot of these jobs things need to be sexy and hot Mm -hmm. and it's those are all parts of your body your personality your look which in a corporate situation you can't judge me on because that's yeah. illegal right but in the that's that is the entire entertainment industry well, and, and, that, and, the, and the thing is they were saying that she put them in a hostile work environment well here's the thing the entertainment industry is, is a hostile. hostile work environment it's yeah. just all, all, everything about it is hostile you either have How a you look, look or you don't you exactly move that way or you don't you're that weight or you don't you exactly know Nobody says anything. I mean, the NFL obviously has an, a real HR, but even when it comes to like their their cheerleaders and their dancers, they have actual rules. They will come up there with the calipers yeah. and like, 
you can't you need to look a certain way and that's not discrimination because that's their brand Mm -hmm. and if you don't perform in that manner because again this is a brand they're known for this thing then you can't be a part of it doesn't mean that we don't like you doesn't mean that we don't wish you well but you are just not for us right now we're going in a different direction you're being let go exactly because you're independently contracted i think that's the biggest difference this is the entertainment industry for the most part is not corporate america no and they're not bound to the same you know legalities that these big corporations are yeah so that's the difficult part body your personality you are your own brand but you're representative of this bigger brand exactly it's not just you know you as an entity because yeah. if you if you mess up or if you look off nobody's gonna know your name they're gonna mm-hmm. call, say well lizzo's dancer beyonce's dancer yeah. this person you know what i'm saying like they'll eventually learn and your if name, we but... don't like the way you fit into this puzzle then we can fucking get rid of you exactly because the, the minute you commit a crime beyonce's background dancer yeah did x y and z and now you're bringing negative publicity to this big like entity the power rangers brand. murderer what the guy who was on power rangers yes, and he murdered he someone and now he's always the guy who was on power rangers who murdered someone right he was Even on though, he was just like a stand-in exactly but he committed a crime and he was on power rangers well speaking of beyonce because she didn't kill nobody and she's never. not a power, she she's sort never. of a power ranger um she her resident what her mm-hmm. renaissance tour of course is continuing and she actually just made a stop in houston um Can which is her you, hometown i cannot imagine having being present for that concert also, I heard this story at work today where someone we know had was planning with, to go with her friend to the Beyonce concert, and then it fell through. They didn't end up making getting the ticket. You know how hard it was to get tickets, mm-hmm. right? And you had to either get in or you didn't. Mm-hmm. She knew someone who got in. They were trying to make plans, and it didn't work out. And then that person went to the concert with someone else. Mm. I would have spiraled. If you're listening to this, I would have spiraled. That's crazy. Well, back to what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> oh, you so rudely sorry. <laughs> and she'll wait a minute. Oh, it's my ADHD. <laughs> because I can't believe we didn't go to that concert. And it must have been so cool Who's in Houston. We? Us together. I wouldn't want to go. I know. You're alone. Let me you're tell you something. Annoying. The minute somebody, t- if, on the mute challenge, the minute you would have been on like, mute. shut the fuck up, also, bitch. Dallas, I would have locked you in your mouth. Here's my thing. I, but I wouldn't have messed it up intentionally, though. I wouldn't no. have No, and this concert wasn't to go listen to the music. It was to be a part of the Beyonce Renaissance experience. Yeah, and see, I don't like people like that. Yeah, that's so true. I don't want to go. Okay, well, I meant to say, I can't believe I was not at a Beyonce right, right, concert. Right. Well, okay. well, what ended up happening was uh, amazing, and I hope that this is like a precursor to something actually happening. So all five members of Destiny's Child was actually present there. I love so that she Kelly Rowland was there. The uh, Michelle Williams, LaToya, um, and uh, Latavia. Latavia Roberson and LaToya Luckett were all there as well. LaToya Luckett. So I hope that kind of means that maybe they might just do like a reunion song. Is album the Proud Family song with the original members? No, it's Solange. That's Solange who sings That's that. That's Solange. But they background sing. But it's just, uh, it's Kelly... Beyonce and Solange. I think I don't think Michelle sings on that. It was like when they Kelly were still Be- looking for people yes. between when Latoya and mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, but they were childhood friends. So I love that. And they've all rekindled like they I remember Latoya uh look at doing an interview and she was talking about how, you know, for years I think she was not necessarily upset with Michelle Williams, but she realized like you're not the issue. Like you were just the yeah. one that they put in to replace I'm sure us, she told but, some type of way. I was Oh yeah. But she ne- she didn't hold like a grudge or she was like her and I we get along perfectly fine like I don't, ha- I don't hold a grudge against her because she was just doing a job and that was an amazing opportunity. Yeah. And any one of us, if we weren't original w- members and had the opportunity to be a part of this, you know, amazing selling uh, girl group, we would have definitely, How you know. How is Michelle? Um, 
Michelle's doing amazing. You know, she still does a uh, gospel record. She does she does gospel as far as her solo career. Didn't she go to rehab or something? Um, I think she went to rehab for like depression. Like depression rehab. Yeah. I think that everyone for like a week out of the year should go to rehab. Like we should I think it should be destigmatize rehab. Yeah. Like a couple weeks a year, you just check out from your life, you go somewhere, your life is put on hold, you just like I think we have less crime, honestly. Get your shit together. Yeah. I would love that. And I think it takes a lot within you to admit that something is wrong and that you actually need yeah. to go somewhere. Everyone just some needs help. a little rehab reset. Well, you know, and then people look at her like, what do you have to be depressed about? Like, you're a millionaire. You don't know what this lady deals with. What the hell? People think because people got money or because people have fame and notoriety that that means that all their problems escape. No, it just exacerbates and it magnifies who you already were. Can you so, imagine you know. having all, like, not that this was her situation. Right. I'm just saying, can you imagine having, like, depression, anxiety... And a lot of it being tied to, like, let's say it's tied to not having money or to wanting this goal and chasing mm-hmm. it. You finally reach it. Guess what? It's a chemical imbalance. You're still depressed and anxious. And now yeah. you're more depressed and anxious because you're like, I've done all these things. I should feel better. I still feel like shit. Mm-hmm. That would make me crazy. And now you feel like shit in front of the entire world. Right. And you're expecting and to be on. And now all these know. other people depend on you and mm-hmm. you have to keep working to keep this lifestyle yeah. and it's just oh god i couldn't along with the fame and notoriety yeah. and then people every little thing you do when she fell on 106th and park and people pick it you know all that kind of stuff that that adds and chips away at who you are as a person that's right. why i say i don't want fame give me the money so everyone needs a little rehab restart every I year agree. i, I think absolutely so. agree well you know who else needs to restart uh band books okay they're trying to restart these kids education you know who we need to get? LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton. Where are you, brother? So I love LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton, we need you back, buddy, because these people, I don't think they got the memo about the reading rainbow because they're trying to pull rainbows out of the books. In the first eight months of the year, 700 books have been attempted to be banned well even these two little girls they or three little girls they they i think they're like middle school age they were talking about they are just also giving like all, my fifth grade sixth grade self yeah i want y'all, these girls i want y'all to hear this hold on one second let me play this the attitude i love it okay the right. i think i old i'm older than i am hold on these are all white girls they pulled like all the like award-winning books and you can look at a shelf and they've left us with junie b jones which personally which pause hold on junie b jones is an icon was this shit okay little girl i don't think we need to be coming for junie b no because junie b was my childhood along with babysitter's club and goosebumps okay so don't you're making some good points but we need to leave junie out of it exactly junie b jones amazing continue back to what they were saying okay second grade level book for me books in our thing but if we did they would be taking them away we really can't find one that we like because either we've read it a million times or it's just too easy for us they're having the um family volunteers come and like take out so that they can review the books i had to um help take away a lot of the book why take away all these excellent books it's like you're trying to slow down children's reading why do that so yeah, out of the mouth of babes. This also is just like <clears throat> so me as a fucking child. That's definitely you and Audrey together. Yeah, like on a crusade, reads Absolutely. a bunch of books, thinks I know shit about anything, and I'm yeah. just like, why would anyone want to take a book away from me? Yeah, I just remember when I was in school. I think we had to read. I remember in 
my senior year, we had to read Of Mice and Men. Shout out to Miss Salter. I hated that fucking book. Anyway, uh, it was stupid. It wasn't stupid. It was just, no, I didn't like to read like that. Anyway, and then I read The Coldest Winter Ever. That was like a popular okay. book when I was around. And then um, once we, once The Coldest Winter Ever was kind of done, of course, Goosebumps was still around, but not really. People weren't really reading Goosebumps. That was in middle school. But anyway. Was Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure? No. Okay. Just that kidding. was advanced. Okay. <laughs> no, they, they had the whole thing for you. Uh, but then we, I remember I started reading like Elin Harris books and then I was like, oh my gosh, this is all porn, gay porn. This is ridiculous. Great. We love a smut. Exactly. So it was a great, it was, they, those were great books, but I don't think my mom knew what was going on. And I didn't even know. I was just like, okay. That's mm-hmm. the fun part. You're reading about sex and no one knows. Well, the thing is, it wasn't like it was sitting there making me horny like, oh, I got to keep reading these. No, but it yeah. was just like, it was a great story. And I think it, it was character development and you were able to use your imagination because we kids, gotta sneak sex into the book so the kids will read it. <laughs> okay. That's Fowler saying that that is not Fleming. Come on. See, you are aiding and abetting in the agenda <laughs> of over-sexualizing these kids. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's crazy that they're banning a lot of these books. I just banned books to me was always like, oh, like in the 70s, they tried to ban all these books. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that we were actively banning books. Oh, yeah. They're literally pulling them out. There were some people that were actually trying to burn some of the books. But you know what's even crazier? What is this fucking World War II? Why are we burning you. books? It's like <laughs> World War Z, where you need to get you know warmth and Truly. whatnot. What's crazy is that even, too, I don't know if you've been on teacher TikTok, but on teacher TikTok lately, a lot of these teachers on there have been coming out talking about how their students, are, their reading levels are his poor oh girl you don't even need to ban the books because what i'm hearing yeah. is the kids can't read it they anyway. can't read it anyway these seventh graders are reading on a fourth grade level yeah ninth graders are reading on a third grade level and i'm just like what the hell covid is going was not on? a good time for a lot of kids but i don't even think it had anything to do with covid though i just think genuinely kids don't know how to read anymore well i'm on the teacher side of tiktok whatever's getting put on mm-hmm. my for you page where these teachers are like it's not even just reading these kids just don't fucking get shit they don't comprehend that they should like yeah. it is there's people these teachers are saying like this is the hardest group of kids they've ever had to teach mm-hmm. not behavior wise necessarily i think there's a lot of behavior issues but yeah. they're just like i've never had to break down these concepts in a way that i'm having to break them down now because they just don't have the building blocks but i'm like for two and a half years they weren't in school but i don't i don't even think it's, it's that i think it's the fact that again these children are brought up on social media they sit with iPads in front of their faces yeah. and cell phones in front of their faces all day. Their attention span is this long already. Then you put an idiot box in front of them. Then that shortens even more. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when you have when you're just flipping through videos all day, you have no real concept. Yeah. Well, and so it's comprehension. Yeah. That's the problem. Because I remember even when we were taking like standardized tests in school, you would have to read a whole paragraph or a whole story. Then they would ask you questions about the story. And then you would have to make they they wanted to know more so that we comprehended what mm-hmm. we were reading versus just knowing how to read. But now guess what I do? I read something. As soon as I get stopped, I'm opening up another tab to Google that. And I read. And as soon as I get stopped, I'm opening up another tab to Google that. I don't have to do any critical thinking. I don't have to do True. anything beyond beyond my thinking is oh i don't understand this let me plug it into google it's going right. to tell me exactly what that is i'm going to read oh i don't understand that but i don't even know if people do that much no they don't they'll just read a word and just keep you know yeah, repeating like, the oh, word it's got to be just... true this is what came up exactly and then too again you got you went from six second videos to now people are extending it to 10 seconds how much crap can you cram into a 30 second reel did you see tiktok's doing 10 minute videos now 
I go to need, YouTube with that I shit. I don't need a fucking 10 minute TikTok. Go to YouTube. You, this is not what, this was not Martin. I'm going to tell you what my new thing is now with TikTok. Now that I've discovered that you can do this. I legit hold the right side forward. of my screen and I fast forward so I and can hear it at two shit, times speed. And now here you are. But I'm also an adult who has four degrees and I comprehend. That's true. Because I because I, the thing is with me, I've always had higher reading scores and I've had math scores because I'm, I'm an avid reader and I comprehend very well. And I'm a great orator and a great writer. I've always been like that. And I've always mm-hmm. scored very high on a lot of my tests. Um, but my mother is a huge reader. Like my mother... Her Kindle is probably full. It's ridiculous. Like she always buys a book. She's always yeah. sitting and reading. My dad was a math genius, but he just did my homework for me. So I didn't benefit from that. But my mom is a great reader. And so she comprehends a lot of stuff. But also, too, I have a lot of teachers in my family. So my yeah. aunt, my aunt Pat, shouts out to her. She was in the public school system for 33 years teaching high school. And she ensured and made sure that we were able to um advance where we needed to advance even with her daughter during the summertime she didn't just sit and chill all day she had book reports and i remember we used to laugh at my cousin like ha you got a book report bitch in the summer but it helped oh if when i have children the currency in my house will be book reports oh yeah definitely. you want to yeah. go do something you got to read mm-hmm. you got to read this book you got to tell me what's up oh you yeah. have a question about that character write a fucking 200 word summary on it i want to hear what you have to exactly. say exactly well then too the, we were talking about the reason why these kids can't read is i saw this one uh this one uh, person on TikTok was talking about the whole no child left behind from the Bush era. Oof. And George, how, my guy, George. Yes, he started telling all these teachers, well, pass these students because no child left behind. No, some kids we need to losing, be left the hell Here's behind. the thing. The idea was we were losing all these other countries, mainly China. They were getting so far ahead. All these kids, no one can be left behind. Well, sir, when my paycheck's on the line, because that's what was happening, mm-hmm. this child ain't going to get left behind because I got to get paid. So we're going to pass them all. But also you can't compare yourself to other countries because China is not forcing their kids to watch YouTube and watch all this TV and whatnot. Mm-hmm. These kids are actually outside getting vitamin D. Half their kids don't even use no, calculators. In China, all they can do, all they're allowed to do is this schoolwork. It's a communist country. Their whole value is Allegedly. placed on whether or not they can fucking do this work. Exactly. So yeah, it's a little different. And this is why stereotypically Asians are better at math. I'm just, it just is. Because, but also they in China, are. it's a collectivist communist society. It is. I, this group is only as smart as the stupidest motherfucker over Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And you don't want to be the stupid one. Exactly. So you're busting your ass to be as smart as everyone else. The problem is most of these people who are in leadership positions and in Congress Dummies. were the people who should have been left behind, but they teachers felt sorry for them and passed them. This is why you got Congress women who are sitting in, in Congress with goddamn bachelor's degrees in fucking home economics trying to tell you what to do about your damn city. Underwater basket. It's ridiculous. Seriously, you got a degree in underwater basket. Whew. It, it just it, it makes me so mad it makes me so mad remember when i said this was going to be a short and sweet episode? of course never it's never that it way never does. um did we want to talk about uh what you call getting divorced or no who no everyone's, we'll talk about well, speaking of everyone's getting divorced it's it's horrible it's a I season of divorce i really do hate it someone made a good point this guy on tiktok he's a divorce lawyer and he was saying marriage as a concept as a practice was you know popularized and put into place when people were a dying in childbirth but be only living to like 50 years old true not saying that marriage is bad but just like we still use that standard that mm-hmm. ideal of marriage and how just like outdated it is not that no one should be married or like right. monogamy is fucked but i'm just like that is yes that is accurate i would say i just i just hate that um in this society especially with social media 
people are so quick to just say like with this whole like Remy Ma and Papu situation and then Tiana Taylor and Iman and Jeezy and Jeannie Mai. People are just so quick to be, we, we knew that wasn't going to last. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop praying on people's downfall. That's what I'm saying. Like, why, like, I don't understand why we as a society are so happy when people are failing, especially people who have never done anything to us. You see one headline and you go with it and just like, Papoose, I mean, Remy Ma cheated on Papoose. Oh my God. He held her down for six years in prison. How dare she do that? And they over mm-hmm. here posting pictures of each other, probably laughing at y'all. Y'all looking crazy. And because y'all like, oh, I can put two and two together. Ain't no two and two to put. I will say, okay, so there's been a lot of divorces right now. Hugh Jackman and his wife, who was a lot older than him, and I didn't realize, Remy Ma and Papoose. They're not divorcing. No, they haven't come out and said anything. Okay, I'm sorry. People are Jenny, speculating. Jenny Mai and, and Jeezy. Okay, but Bijou Phillips and Danny Masterson. She just filed for divorce from Danny Masterson. And everyone's Mm -hmm. like, oh, wow, didn't think that was going to happen. I just think if your partner is... uh, Five, six, seven, eight. Convicted of a crime (laughs) like he was, rape, I think you're allowed to divorce your fucking partner. Oh, absolutely. I I also don't think she had a... Like... It looks so bad because if you stay with when him, you don't divorce if, him. If you stay with him, you're, you have, you cannot expect anybody to support you in that. No. Because even if you don't think that it happened or even if it didn't, it didn't happen, when obviously when you all were together, you cannot negate that there was clearly some type of evidence that convicted this you man could be charged for 30 years. that behavior. Exactly. And this man got sentenced to 30 years. So there's no way you can sit here and there's say, no I stand with my husband. Girl, you better jump off that fucking ship. Don't stand with him. That don't mean that you can't go and still visit him and put money on his yeah. books or whatever. But well, you don't need to be tied book, together legally you anymore. You don't. No. Because it, it's going to drain your bank account. Don't do it. That's all I'm saying. I just oh, think we, we need to stop praying on people's downfalls, though. We I really agree. Do. Especially Mar- with marriage. You, people don't get married. You shouldn't get married with the intention of getting divorced. I don't think. No, but I think you need to realize that that's a that's a re, that's a real thing. Oh, yeah. And I think some too fifty six percent of marriages. Some, some religions too kind of say, "Well, just pray about it and stick together." No, no, no. That's not my happiness no. is more important than this piece of paper. At this Let's point. front load the work. Yeah. Make sure we're both just like stable, emotional, mm-hmm. self-aware individuals and we'll work it out. You know what's crazy? I was having this conversation before I didn't want to go didn't mean to go on a tangent. Anyway, I was love having it. this conversation with uh I was having this conversation with a with a person in my life and we were talking about marriage and we were talking about just some of the things that you don't discover about yourself until you get married. Mm-hmm. And that in marriage, like this idea about before you get married, you need to be completely healed. Like, there's no such thing as complete healed. No. Because if you are, that means you're a perfect person, which means that you don't exist. How do you know the things that need healing if you're... Because only certain things are going to make certain right. things Manifest come up to you. in a relationship. Exactly. Like come up for you. And so I think even with marriage, like this idea that, oh, I know my husband. I know my wife. They would never do this. No, they don't even know themselves completely. I know who I am. As a 30-something-year-old, you know who you are as a 40-something-year-old. Now, next year, I'm going to unlock something else about myself that I didn't know existed. And you should be doing the same thing. The problem becomes when you are unlocking more than me and I'm still stuck here and you've already moved here. But also, too, what happens during that waiting process for me to start discovering who I am to then meet you where you are. Yeah. And that's the, I think that's the difficult thing that people, you know, sometimes have an issue navigating. But also, too, it's very difficult to navigate that part of your life on a national scale. I 
have a lot of eighth house planets shadow work planets so like transformation in my life happens through death so i always mm -hmm. think about death and i'm just like you for me big changes in personality or in ideals and mindsets and shit happen around death a lot of the time or mm -hmm. birth yeah true and you just don't know how you or your partner responds to those things like death of a parent death of a child mm -hmm. death of a close like friend yeah. or a sibling and i think that's the big shit that you don't fucking know and you can't you can always yeah. say oh i think no you no one knows how they're gonna respond or yeah. how it's gonna change you as a person or how it's gonna like dismantle your life or make mm -hmm. you grow or do all of these things and you a lot of people don't experience that until they're a little older yeah. until they have these relationships i'm just like you don't know anything about anyone until yeah. they go through these horrible fucking situations because you're still learning yourself yeah i'm like you just don't know everyone's just gotta have grace with each other and grow yeah. and learn you just have to be open to the fact that's why I'm like, when you marry someone, you just have to marry someone that you're like, listen, I'm gonna go through shit and you're gonna go through shit, but I like you enough to go through the shit with you exactly. and fucking figure it out. Because even too, you have these couples who have been married for 50 years and you're just like, oh my God, people don't stay married anymore. Well, they don't know how to stay together. No, bitch, you've been miserable for 49 of them years. Yeah. So don't come telling me, like, this, this idea that the amount of years that you've been married equals a successful marriage. It doesn't because mm -hmm. you were miserable the entire fucking time. Also, marriage now is not marriage 20 years ago. No. We've got social media and people have different lives. Men and women are both going to work and there's all these weird dynamics. It's just not the same. It's not. But, it's I, but I think too, when you get when you start talking about marriage with your significant other, your definitions of marriage need to align. And your expectations of what your marriage is supposed to be needs to align. This idea of, oh, Beyonce and Jay-Z are marriage goals. Bitch, please. You don't even know their marriage. You don't know their marriage? You don't know the, oh my they God. They could be doing crazy shit without each other all the time on the side and it keeps them happy and that's their marriage. Everybody back in the day wanted an Ike Turner until they saw how he beat the shit out of Tina. Amen. You ain't nobody should be relationship goal. You and your spouse <laughs> should be sitting to get down together and yeah. making goals for your relationship. First of all, that's a red flag. Anytime a man tells me, "Oh my God, we could be like Beyonce and Jay Z," red flag, bitch, get the fuck away from me. No, you don't know. You know what marriage. Beyonce does? Work really fucking hard. I but not, know, that's not, but not only that, goal. allegedly, this we don't know the ins and outs of these people's marriage. She could be lonely as hell and be like, "You know what? I can't stay in this house no more with him. I'm going on tour." He also allegedly no. cheated on her and she dragged his ass on a world tour where exactly. she sang songs every single night about how he cheated. Do you want that to be your... Like, I don't know if I'm strong enough to deal with that shit. Like, I, nobody out here... I don't care what people show you on social media. I I don't look at anybody's relationship as goals for my life. Yeah. Me and my husband need to set our goals together to see what we are willing to accept, what we're not willing to accept in every area, financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically, the whole nine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> communicate people and comprehend. Anyway, uh, last thing before we go into uh, what we're watching, there was the first successful transplant, heart transplant of a 58-year-old man in Maryland. Maryland surgeons actually successfully transplanted a pig heart That's into crazy. a 58-year-old man. Which, by the way, people are like, oh my God, this is horrible. I want y'all to know, for heart, uh, not heart transplants, but some um, heart procedures, cow and pig arteries and mm -hmm. valves are actually used to repair certain I want parts the of the heart. I want, I'm wondering what the longevity on that heart's going to be. Um, I guess we'll find out. I know. I guess we'll find out. You yeah. know what's so weird is, you know how we always talk about with heart transplants, how 
their personality changes right after they sometimes after yes. they get a transplant mm-hmm. they which it's a huge surgery and it's a huge kind of mind fuck to think like this right. organ you've had your entire life that is like colloquially the beating center of you your mm-hmm. heart all of these things is has now been taken out of your body it's been replaced with some with another organ that belonged to a person for a long time Sometimes you'll see these personality changes, like these people who are very sweet and even killed kind of get like aggressive or just mm-hmm. weird. And you're always like, ooh, I wonder who the heart belonged to. Like, I think those things carry energy. That's also just me being woo-woo. I wonder psycho- psychologically if people will be better because they know it was a pig and they're like, huh, That's what I'm wa- if like, that's what I'm wondering. Or if it's going to yeah. be weird because I don't know. That's... You think they'll be one to eat? Slop? You think they're oinking around? <laughs> no, <laughs> I they're like rolling on the ground. I definitely think they won't look at it as if if it becomes the norm or, or a standard or an option, a viable option for multiple people. I don't think that the survivor's remorse will be there because it's a pig. That's a big thing too. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just because some of these patients like someone I didn't had deserve to die this. for you to live. Yeah, right. And they're like, I don't deserve this. I you just go ahead and cut it out. Like, well, bitch, you already got it. You better it get your ass so up. It is so emotionally draining. It is to go through a trans- heart transplant like that. It's emotionally draining for for healthcare healthcare clinicians to work with them. So I can only imagine the internal turmoil yeah. turmoil that they're going through. Also. I, this is my pet peeve and it's just a personal pet peeve because I know a lot of the times we worked in a hospital where people come to a wait for their heart transplant. Mm-hmm. Like your heart's fucked. You have to stay in the hospital. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for literally, you're essentially waiting Months. for someone to die yeah. so that you can live. And so you're waiting, but on your end, you're everyone in the hospital is kind of just like, you're just waiting for this heart. You're waiting to get strong. Yeah. We're going to get you stronger. And we're doing all these things and we just have to wait for a heart. And then the time comes and someone a is dying or died for you to get this Mm -hmm. organ also you may go to sleep on this table and just never fucking wake up true but everyone is always like everyone's excited for you and has these high spirits and it's just kind of like oh your heart your heart your heart and i fucking hate it Mm -hmm. because i feel like the person is always just very like anxious about it yeah and we're just trying to all pass it off and be excited Mm because you know we've been waiting for it and we've been trying to help you get to this point and you're here yeah but i think i think you have to do that though they're trying to make it they're trying to make light of it to a degree so that they won't freak out with all of that information you know so it's just a weird thing to have yeah you know it is it really is but that's cool uh, is it i don't know i'm interested intrigued i'm intrigued to see how long this man stays alive and, and the viability of this heart yeah, yeah and yeah. i, I want to know also too what the testing process was and how long this patient was waiting on a heart and how they how the criteria they have to be um, big enough. They have to be big yeah, they have to be big enough. But I, and he's a fifty-eight-year-old man too. So I wonder what the criteria was for the pig. Like you got to have to find the most pristine pig in order to do. And this like, one. was it successful? Like they got him off bypass, or successful? Like he's up and walking around. That's true. The viability. Yeah. You need to know what this. Means I need to know what's going on with that. Yeah. Well, I guess we got to find somebody in Maryland. Anyway, anything else <laughs> we need to talk about before we get out of here? No. You didn't want to talk about. You saying something to remind you about a movie? Okay. Really quick, American Horror Story, the new season. Are you an American Horror Story girl? No, I tried to watch the first episode and I was like, hmm. Okay, so I watched the first couple seasons. I stopped after Coven because Coven was everything to me. Okay. Witches, we love a witch. Okay. Uh, and Gabby, Gabby Sebo's in it. Ooh, is Angela Bassett in it? Yeah, she's in American Horror Story. Yeah. She's in a lot of it. She's maybe in that for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, Clearly, I, you're not a favorite watcher. I, I'm not because it creeps me. I live alone and it creeps me. Exactly. Um, but the new season, of course, has Kim Kardashian. I had to watch it just to oh, see Jesus how she was Lord. because it's she's. I would have never pinned Kim as an actress. That's not. It's she's not giving. She's in a Tyler Perry movie. 
What Tyler Perry movie? She was in um, was it called Temptation with Journey Smollett and Lance Gross? Yeah, but she played Vanessa Williams's assistant. assistant. I do remember that. Okay, so she's better than that. I do remember that. (laughs) She like has an actual. She's she went to an acting class. She did a lot better than I thought she was gonna do. She is playing essentially a version of herself. She is playing like PR Kim Mm -hmm. and is kind of like whoring, not whoring Emma Roberts out, but like basically telling her how she essentially like sells her soul to be famous again or like to increase her fame. Yeah, truly. (laughs) Um, And it's weird. It's kind of like a Rosemary's Baby fertility situation, which is weird in this day and age because fertility is such a big thing. it's taboo i feel like everyone right now is either actively trying not to get pregnant or to get pregnant it's like a very people are either like i'm i'm actively trying very hard to have this child or there's people who are like fuck kids abortion (laughs) rights i will never remember that one person who at at your job who was like who went off because somebody was like oh are you are you pregnant are you having a baby and wrote a whole manifesto about we were just talking about that we were just fuck up So it's just interesting to see how they depict it because, again, Emma Roberts in the show, and it's, you know, all this creepy shit around. It's a creepy show. It's supposed to be scary. Yeah, that's why I don't watch it. She's trying to get pregnant, right? So it's just showing her journey with IVF and trying to get Mm -hmm. pregnant. And then she lives in, like, uh, either L.A. or New York. I can't remember. But these girls around her who are just like, why the fuck would I have a kid right now? And (laughs) And you're like, this is the most realistic shit I've ever seen in my entire life. But Kim does a good job. We love to see it. Um... The Summer I Turned Pretty. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that show? Nope. It's I watched the second season. What the fuck is wrong with people? It was the weirdest shit. It made me feel like I was 15 and vying for attention. 17 again? Basically. Um, I watched that and I watched something else on Netflix that I can't remember. So that's it. What did you watch? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. So I just fucking gibbed and gabbed? I've just been fi- finishing, trying to finish Dear Child. What's Dear Child? Oh, Netflix. that weird show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but it was getting too late, so I was like, oh, I don't feel like going down these rabbit holes and all this shit. Did changing. you watch um, What the Fuck is the Show with Jennifer Coolidge? Oh, no. Fuck me. What the fuck is that called? White Lotus. Did you watch White Lotus? Nope. Okay. Sure didn't. The girl from White Lotus. I want to go see The Equalizer Part 3. Oh, in movie theaters. Let's go see it. I just Can you just put it on Prime or something? I can pay for it to rent it. Please. You just don't want to leave the house. Huh? No. I, I got popcorn you. at my house. I'm trying to find the Netflix show that I just watched. Give me one second. It was cute. It was a cute movie. If you just want something in the background. Uh, love at first sight. Mm. It was a cute little Netflix rom-com. Oh, cool. If you're looking for something light. That's awesome. I love that. But I will say, you know what's funny about me is I just feel like everyone's toxic as fuck and every love story is fucked. <laughs> And essentially this movie is about this girl and this guy who meet on a plane and they're both just going to the same place. They hit it off. And then like, of course things happen. So they don't like, this is a goddamn Hallmark movie. Basically they don't get each other's number. And the whole time I was like, Oh, he's about to get married. Oh, he just flirted with this girl for seven hours Mm -hmm. on a plane and he's engaged. Oh, he's a piece of shit. None of that was true. I need you to get healed. I I need you to go to therapy. (laughs) Who hurt you? After saying all that, I was like, Oh, he's just being nice. Okay. Yeah. I know. Everybody's not always. It's amazing that the people who are genuine, you're like, they're out to get me. But people who actually want to kidnap you, you're just like, oh, my heart. I love them. Something ain't right. That's called I need mental you to just illness. Flip it. Just flip it. The fucking wires are crossed. 
We just need to. We, know. we need to make sure the wires. It's all to advance the plot. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anything else we can talk about before we get out of here? No. This was not supposed to be this long. No, it was so. not. I'm as not usual. sorry for it. But no, it was. I think it's great content. But anyway, um, this week is going to be an amazing week on purpose, y'all. Y'all remember to spread love, spread light, and don't forget to, to laugh your face off. Thanks so much for tuning into another episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fallis. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at the Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to the face off every Tuesday when new episodes are released. Mm.